Well, it appears it's time to panic. I'll, I'll do. It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. Don't wait to panic. Don't wait to overreact. That's why this is the take your ass to market hour, and it doesn't last an entire hour. Don't worry. It probably lasts about five minutes, but look, we beat the pandemic, guys. Barely, but we beat it. I think we beat it. We think that we might have beat it, but we spent a shitload of money doing that. And now the chickens? Those chickens have come home to roost. Not just in this country, but across the entire Western Hemisphere. Across the entire Western Hemisphere, every man and child... No, no, not, not children. Every man... Every man and woman, no matter how you identify everyone over the age of 18, have had to ask themselves a particular question. And that question is, is it time to put my ass on the street? Whether it's a recently divorced father of three in San Antonio, Texas, or a widowed mother of two just outside of Baltimore, Maryland, across this great nation, we have a lot of individuals right now thinking about putting their asses out on the street for petty cash. Let's hear from a few of them. Hey guys, I'm Bruce and I put my ass on the streets because of the policies of Donald Trump. I'm Kimberly and I put my ass on the street because of the policies of Joseph Biden. Yeah, I'm Charlie and I sold my ass because the Federal Reserve raised interest rates. I'm Amy and I considered selling my firstborn but I realized how crazy that sounded. So now I'm just selling my ass at the gas station. Best part is, it's tax-free, and you get exercise, and I still get to keep partial custody of my daughter. Oh no, the people have spoken. The people have spoken. And let me just tell you guys this, there's no amount of interest rate tweaking that's going to help you stay off the streets at this point. But there's no redemption from here. I hate to say it, but there's no redemption from here, guys. It's a slippery slope. And for a lot of you, you're going to put your ass out there on market and you're never going to withdraw it. This is going to be a permanent lifestyle change. For others in my listening audience, this is going to be a little moonlighting for you. This is going to be, um, I'm, I was going to say evenings on weekends. That's It's going to be something like that, where you go out late at night a couple times a week to score some extra petty cash. And you'll do it for a year or two while times are tough and while inflation goes crazy. And then you'll be able to withdraw your ass back off the market. For some of you in the listening, for the listening audience, this will be a permanent lifestyle change. This will be your new normal. So for some of you, get used to it. But if you're ahead of the curve, you've already blown someone in an alley at this point. You've already blown somebody in a dark alley at gunpoint. Just because he said he'd give you $10 extra if you allowed a little gunplay. That's where a lot of you are at because you you saw the feds were tweaking the interest rates. And you said, you said I got to put my ass out there right now. And you didn't wait for me to sound the alarm. For the rest of you, this is it. It is time to panic. It's all hands on deck. All asses on the streets. Use your assets. If you have a car, use that. Start yourself a little classy escort service. Selling your own ass. Be your own pimp. It's 2022. It's time to be your own boss and be your own pimp. I don't care, though. You can get a pimp. But carry protection. This is key. Over the next six to eight months, 
these streets are going to turn into a prison yard. There's going to be a prison yard mentality out there on your local sidewalks. And when you're working the streets, start hiding shanks at various places around town. Because you never know when you're going to need to find one. You know, you might you might get run up on because somebody's trying to make you their bitch. You're just trying to go for a cafe latte. And these are the... Even if you're not actively working, this is going to be the new mentality of the streets across America as inflation continues to get worse and worse. Don't make eye contact with anyone. Again, prison yard mentality. Start hanging out with exclusively members of your own race. <laughs> I know, don't do that. We don't need to go that far. But yes, it's going to be a prison yard mentality on the streets. And you don't want to be somebody's bitch. So do yourself a favor and be your own pimp. Someone who is hopefully listening to all this advice because he's going to need a lot of it because he's going to find himself in the trash at any moment is former NFL quarterback Brett Favre. He was stealing from the poor people in Mississippi. <laughs> How long before we see him on a political ticket? That's the question that I'm asking. How long is, is this a presidential run, Mr. Favre? Because you are a quick learner. Hats off to Brett Favre. Nobody else is saying it, but I'll say it. Hats off to him. This is something you expect out of a career politician, not somebody who's just came on the scene. He's a quick learner. And evidently, he gets shit done. He got a volleyball stadium built. I've never built a volleyball stadium. I don't even know anybody who's even attempted to build a volleyball stadium. And so he siphoned $1.1 million. So what? Who really cares? Nobody in the media is defending this guy, though. Then again, nobody defended Cosby except me. And he got out. I was clearly proven right there. So give it time. And the gunslinger Brett Favre, he'll be back. Let's take a short break. Friends, it's John here, reporting live on the streets of St. Petersburg, Russia. Sometime last week, I boarded a boat. I boarded a boat on a conquest to a mythical land, a land where dreams come true, a land called Russia, a land where the water falls from the sky so pure they collect it in small pails. Yeah, small pails. And you know what they do with those small pails of water? They pour them into bottles, they put a top on them, and they ship them around the world, and it's called pure Russian rainwater. And it's my favorite water. It's the only thing that I bathe with. It's the only thing that goes in my body, and it's still... 98% 98% pure. It was recently 99% pure, but it's still 98% pure. If it's good enough for Mr. Putin, it's good enough for you. Pick yourself... Oh, I'm on the streets. Of, I forgot. I almost forgot to mention. I boarded a boat sometime here last week, and it took me a long-ass time to get here, but I'm thankful to be in Russia now because I really, 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 really love Russia. Thank you for having me, Vladimir Putin. I'm required to say that. Enjoy pure Russian rainwater with your family, and think of Vladimir Putin with every sip. We're also very excited to announce the new camouflage can, which is why I'm here on the streets. The new camouflage can. You can rest assured that when you need to be in cover and you need to drink water, pure Russian rainwater will be there for you. Don't let the Ukrainians kill you because you don't have a camouflage can of pure Russian rainwater. Pick it up at all major, uh, anywhere you can, just pick the shit. 
How many times do I have to tell you people, go buy a case of pure Russian rainwater and let your dreams finally come true? Reporting live from the streets of St. Petersburg, Russia, John, for uh, the guy, it's my own podcast, but yes, I'm reporting live from my own podcast. Bye. I'm also required to say thank you, pure Russian rainwater, for the boat ride. Thank you for sponsoring the show. A brand new book alleges Anthony Bourdain killed himself after an argument with his girlfriend or she was busting his balls. Doesn't ring true to me. I read it. I was like, word? Really? That's why he killed himself? That's not why he killed himself. I can't say 100% for sure that's not why he killed himself, but that's not the reason most people kill themselves. Anthony Bourdain, if you don't know, was a chef who wrote a book and then had three or four travel shows where he traveled around the world sampling their local cuisine and their culture. It was okay. I watched it. Everybody's a fan of Anthony Bourdain now that he's dead. Nobody was really a fan when he was alive. Let's be honest. He didn't like his fans. That was one of the details in the new book. I didn't read the book. I just read some excerpts. I'm not going to read a whole book. (laughs) But that's not why he didn't kill himself because he's got having his balls busted. You kill yourself over something a lot smaller than that most of the time. There are exceptions, but most of the time... It's usually you go out to dinner and you order a dinner, maybe a baked spaghetti. You order a baked spaghetti and the cheese, you know the cheese on top of the baked spaghetti? It's congealed a little bit too much. It's been overcooked. I'm going to call it like it is. The shit is overcooked. And you look that you look that chef in the eye. He comes out of the kitchen. He can tell he's unwashed, unbathed. I'm not going to go into the hot chef summer thing again. But you can tell this man would... Straight out of central casting to go straight into the bear, probably. And you look at him, you look at this disgusting individual, eyeball to eyeball. You're you're six you're you're six yards away from the man, but somehow you're still eyeball to eyeball. And you say to yourself, um, this is the moment where uh I it's all downhill from here. This is the moment where I have to go home and I have to Hopefully there's a firearm in the car and you're riding home and you start fishing around under the passenger seat on the floorboard on the way home for that firearm because that baked spaghetti wasn't properly cooked. The cheese slid off. It was nasty. I'm talking about this like it's personal. Maybe I have a, but I didn't think about killing myself, but I'm saying a lot of people would and they'd be justified. That's the thing. Because you don't know all the other... She was busting his balls. He's been traveling around the world, eating great food, and then some dirty chef somewhere has the audacity to give Mr. Bourdain... (laughs) I love that this would be an alternate theory for why he killed himself. I'm just saying something small is the reason why a lot of people kill themselves. It's not because the girlfriend's busting his balls. Either that or she wore him down because she's been busting his balls for months on end. But it's not just some random ball-busting session that's going to get him. It's going to be the fucking baked ziti. But I do agree that those are the people we should be trying to help. People that are uh, suicidal. We should be trying to help rich, suicidal men that gallivant around the globe like Anthony Bourdain. Instead instead of helping, you know, younger women that need access to abortion care. But I saw a scattering of people, and this was a few days ago, I saw a scattering of people holding anti-abortion signs in the rain on a Sunday at 3 o'clock. 
So if anybody was on their way to get an abortion on Sunday afternoon at three o'clock, maybe they thought twice about it. That's what I said. I said, well, maybe, maybe somebody's on their way to get a nice Sunday afternoon abortion. And they see these signs and they're like, you know, you know what, driver, turn me around. Today's not the day. I've thought twice about it. These people are out there at the wrong time. That's my point. If you're going to protest abortion, you need to be out there Monday morning at 7.30 a.m. Right when they're on the way to go to their appointment. That's the proper way. I'm going to give you a few <laughs> a few abortion protesting tips today on the show. I didn't mean to, but I'm going to. Be out there early in the morning, 7.30 a.m. And don't look like a bunch of freaks standing on the sidewalk either. Look respectable. I know there was a woman standing on the sidewalk. It's like, I don't want to say it was pouring rain, but it wasn't a drizzle. It was a steady sideways rain when Hurricane Ian came through. And this woman is just standing out there frozen. I had to go in, I had to go inside somewhere to buy something. I was only inside five minutes, but I pulled into the parking lot. She was standing there with her sign. And when I pulled out, she was standing there with her sign in the exact same position. I don't even know if this woman was blinking. These people, if you didn't know any better, if you didn't read the signs, you would just think that they were on drugs and begging for drug money on the side of the street, which I would have less of a problem with than their than their anti-abortion signs, probably, because this, a lot of the signs were just stupid. Not creative, either. you got to step up your creativity. If somebody is going to get an abortion, they need to see a sign. So be out there at 7.30 a.m. in the morning, or don't go at all. Illinois, though. Illinois has decided, Planned Parenthood specifically, has decided to play, they've planned for a mobile abortion clinic in Illinois. A mobile abortion clinic. This reminded me of something. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it reminded me of, of something we've done on this program before. I don't know what the name of it was. Well, oh yeah, it was the abortion caravan. Hey, look guys, it's a, don't act like you're surprised. I'm right here, by the way. Every time you do this skit, you have to call me over, and in reality, I've been right here the whole time. You are very ornery. To, you're goddamn right I'm ornery today. There's a 37-foot bus in Illinois equipped with proper medical technology. Meanwhile, I'm stuck here on a dusty old wagon. I've had to ride up from the south to avoid Hurricane Ian. I'm covered in mud. And I can't find a legal abortion procedure anywhere. Meanwhile, in Illinois, it's like a palatial fucking estate. They're just riding around on buses. I've done a lot of skits today, by the way. Uh, yeah, I have done a lot of skits today. Are you going to get a medical procedure here, or are you going to go to Illinois to check the bus out? I'm thinking about going to Illinois. It, I want to get an abortion on a bus. I never thought I'd be able to. We're going to run out of music. Bye. So Hurricane Ian came on shore. I survived. It was touch and go there for a little bit, but I survived. Let's listen to a 10-second news clip. I'll be right back here. But we are standing here on Fort Myers Beach, which is literally ground zero after Hurricane Ian ripped through it, devastating everything gone. Now, as far as what's next, I asked a lot of people that all they told me was they are just worried about the community here in southwest Florida. What about me? That's what I have to say. What about me? Do you know what happened to my house? Does the news care about what happened to John's house? I don't think so. I lost power, not one, not two, not three or four, but five, five different times. Not for very long, mind you, but I was attempting to get some work done and I had to create a profile. 
I had to create this profile online and the power kept going out every time I would almost get done with it. I'm repeating the t same task over and over again because the power was going out every half hour. It would stay out 20 or 30 seconds at a time. And then I go outside and I had to pick twigs up. Twigs! Nobody cares about me though. What about me? But people only care about themselves. People only care about themselves. I said it last week, as long as gas prices aren't affected, we're not really going to care about Florida. I said, we don't care about Florida. Gas prices haven't been affected. We don't care about Florida, so I guess I shouldn't expect them to care about me. And guess what? They don't care about me. Let's listen to this clip again, and let's pay attention to the very end of the clip. Pay attention to the last sentence or so. You're going to you're going to hear something you didn't hear the first time you listen to that. But we are standing here on Fort Myers Beach, which is literally ground zero after Hurricane Ian ripped through it, devastating everything gone. Listen to this. Now, part. as far as what's next, I asked a lot of people that all they told me was they are just worried about the community here in southwest Florida. That's all they're worried about is the community in southwest Florida. They could give two shits about me. They're not coming up here to help me pick up the twigs in my yard. Nope. Nobody showed up. Nobody from Florida cared about me. So I prov I fired the shot ahead. Of I fired the warning shot last week when I said we don't care about Florida. Because I knew that when push came to shove, they wouldn't care about me. They don't care that my power went out five times. And you could say they're dealing with utter devastation down there, John. They've got their hands full. At least make a phone. At least make a phone call. Nobody reached out. Nobody knows whether I'm alive or dead right now. And you could say, well, there's only there were only 45 mile per hour winds. You were never in danger. Maybe I was never in danger. Hmm. Maybe I was never in danger, safe at home. But there were a lot of Americans, a lot of good Americans on the streets here when the storm came through. A lot of good Americans on the streets that were just trying to sell their ass for a dollar. And nobody cares about them. Because at the end of the day, nobody really cares about anything except themselves. So do yourself a favor. Be your own pimp. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye. I can see you doing a full-blown newscast on complete nonsense, not believing a word of it, but getting all of your fans to believe you. Yes. 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 Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um... Yes. Not good. Not good. I gotta be honest. Oh, my voice is almost gone at this point. I have to be honest. I never thought that they would make getting an abortion so luxurious. A 37-foot bus. Yeah, but you're still going to be getting an abortion on a bus. Yeah, but I mean, it's better than getting an abortion, getting an abortion on a covered wagon. God damn, my throat is shot. Yeah, you better take it easy. One too many skits. You guys have a good week. I'll see you back here next Tuesday.